we are. <laughs> I feel away. so bad. We've been away for two weeks. Like, didn't um, really, like, prep anybody. No, I we mean, didn't tell anybody, We did didn't we, let like? anybody know. We didn't go, we're going to be off in a couple of weeks for, like, we just left them, our babies. I know. We, we abandoned our babies. Yeah, sorry about that, ladies and, and gentlemen. also, mm. listeners, can I just tell you that mm. the last time that mm. we were going to do a live, Michael feels so bad about you guys that, like, I was talking to him and he, he, he seemed really agitated and, like, kind of distressed. And I said, what's, what's wrong? He said, look, we've really got to do a live. Yeah, no. And I thought, that is the nicest thing ever. I, I, the, so, you really care. Our f- fol- I don't. Followers. I'm joking. Um, yeah, yeah. Of course I do. Our followers and listen- listeners sit, sit heavy on me. I know. Really. I but I can, I can see them. that. I know, I know. And when we were away and you, you were like, you, were, you wouldn't I'm settle. Stressed, yeah. You couldn't settle. Yeah. Until we'd done it. Yeah, no, I couldn't. It was bothering me it quite a lot. It was really sweet. And um, it's, that is a genuinely beautiful thing about you, Michael, is no, that you well, really care about people. I, I do, yeah. Um, well, I'm very grateful for the audience, you oh know. Oh, my God, so grateful. So, um, so good. Hope everybody's all right. We went to Disneyland. Yay! Uh, and, oh, my uh, God. Phew, God. Can, can, so many people have said to me, everybody mm. that I see yeah. or speak to that yeah. knows me, yes. go when like it because they knew <laughs> how much was, was riding there was a lot on it yeah there yeah. was a lot on it yeah well it did was you? very good yeah of course i did you know i mean what's not to like you know i mean it's fucking fairground rides and all the rest of it so it's like it's childish behavior essentially yes. and th- there's nothing more liberating than acting young again you i know? think that that is what it is chester and i were trying to put our finger mm. on it the other night about or is it that's so special about going and doing day back to back theme parks every day, and I think it's because it's a form of meditation. Mm. You cannot just think about therapy. anything other than just trying to stay alive. Mm. Um, and it's <laughs> that's why I like skiing. Yes, yeah. it's very it's similar. You can't think Thrill, about anything thrills. other than yeah. ski skiing yeah. while you're skiing. Yeah. yeah, otherwise you die. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it was very very good. I mean, it was very different. America's fucking bonkers, isn't can it? Can we I, just talk about the food? Uh, yes. Uh, first of all, I've got two a, spots. Have you seen? Oh, you've got two spots, and you think they're a withdrawal from sugar and salt? They, they are basically the toxins from the last week coming mm, out of my body. Out of your face. Face. Yeah. yeah now you pointed them out. I'm not going to be able to unsee Don't them. Worry, I'm going to put a ton of cover up on them. Yeah. The most interesting bit of food was the pad thai we had, which was a pad thai, but it was like they'd put a cup of custard over the top of it. I was like sugary custard. Well, really yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. It was so fucking sweet. I was like, what have they done to this pad thai? No, you know, seriously, the put, amount of sugar. They put pudding into it. Yeah, but they've put a pudding in, into it. Yeah, I was like, fuck They me. put a pudding in everything. I bought wholemeal mm. bread. Yes. Too sweet for me to eat. Mm. Yeah, it was... Trying to find peanut butter without sugar in it, yeah. almost impossible. Like, you don't want sugar. You don't want peanut butter without sugar, though. Um, Michael. Yeah. You do. Some pat all the way for me. Some pat Terrible. crunchy. <laughs> it's tasty. But yes, it was sugar and salt was uh, pretty. You, can epic. I tell everybody a secret? Uh, depends. Go on. We have to have two pots of um, peanut butter in our house. Yeah, we do. One whole earth with no added sugar. For you, and one for me. sun pat mm-hmm. with the added sugar for yeah. you. When I make a peanut butter on toast. Put the wrong one on no, it. No, you don't. She has no idea. She's I like, do. Oh, this is really good. I would. Yeah, no, I'm joking. Um, yeah, my kids are like a bit of sun pack crunchy, and so do I. Really, I'm um, I'm not a poncy peanut butter kind of person. Can I tell you why your kids like sun pack crunchy? Because it's full of sugar and salt. No, it's because it's all you've given them. Yeah, 
I know. But that it's not like they've chosen. Yeah, that's You've how You've chosen roll. for them. Beer, lager, whiskey, <laughs> some pat, salt and shake crisps. They've got a good, good constitution, my kids. Rock solid. I've never seen them puke, either of them. Um, that's not true. So, ladies and gentlemen, this might be our last podcast for a while. Yeah, only for a while. Yeah. We're talking about next sort of late spring, April, May. Yeah. Is that late spring? That's early spring. I'd say early spring is March. I thought spring starts on the 29th of March when the clocks change, yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. I might have made that up. No, it doesn't. So we're looking at April next year, I think. Spring, generally. We're going to spring into action um, (laughs) next year. We're just going to have a little breather. Uh, because we've done this relentlessly probably since we started, which is about 150 episodes, I think we've done. Three years, three or four years. And I think the thing, the thing is, is that when we start recording the podcast mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock at night, yeah, um, because we've had such busy days and everything, mm. then that's not good for our mental health. And we need to just give it a rest for a little bit. Yes. Um, because you've you've started the business, which is going ridiculously well. Mm-hmm. Tell us a bit about your business. Uh, yeah, so we had our first birthday on the 13th of October. We launched our birthday. MD London Blow last year on that day. Um, and then we've launched, obviously, straightening irons and things like that. I mean, it's been a really interesting journey. And I never thought I would be able to do this, you know. So uh, it's been quite a kind of inspiring thing to do when I look back at it. And it's growing in all directions. And I can't believe how busy it's getting, essentially. As soon as you pick up two or three retailers, then you realize there's an enormous amount of logistical management to do. Mm. And it consumes a lot of your brain. So I never stop working, really. Even right now, I'm thinking about um, what I've got to do on Friday for Mm. QVC or, you know, getting stock delivered to Selfridges or whatever. It just never, never stops, which is fine. It's not a complaint at all. I thought my idea would be I'd work really, really hard between 50 and 60 Mm. and then hopefully be able to retire. So... Uh, it was that whole idea of sacrifice, you know, mm. kind of work very hard today so you don't have to necessarily tomorrow. It's great. It's really, really bloody good. And there isn't a morning where I don't wake up and think, fuck, I can't believe we're doing this, you know. Mm. And myself but and it's, Reese it's and Andy also and Olivia, scary, you know? right? It is scary, yes. But I've never really been afraid of Haven't you? that. No, I don't mind that. You know, I was, someone was talking to me recently about imposter syndrome. And I always think, yeah, like if you've got imposter syndrome, you're in exactly the right place. Mm. You should feel like oh, an imposter. I was imposter. just going to say, because I get that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's a good thing. People, pe- people have these things like, oh, I, sh- I suffer with imposter syndrome. Mm. And I think, good. Like, you're just slightly outside mm. your domain of experience. And therefore, you're learning all the time. So I, I don't really have a problem with feeling like I'm slightly out of control or I feeling am. like I'm an imposter. I think that's exactly mm. where you should be. You know, as much as you can cope with, of course, you know. Well, you know, whenever you speak to um, performers or comedians, or I remember Billy Connolly feeling like I shouldn't be here. And mm. He was clearly the greatest stunt comedian, yeah. you know, certainly in the 80s of, of, of all time, you know. And it's like, oh, it's really interesting that somebody who can do this and has done it for years still feels like they can't. Mm. And it's because he's probably, you know, restricting himself. I mean, I remember seeing him one night. He did a three-night run at the Hammersmith Apollo, and his friend had said, I bet you can't do three nights without repeating a single piece of material. And he said, I'll do it for the next three nights. And I'm sure when you put those restrictions on yourself, you've, you start to think, fuck, I can't know if I can do this or not. And I went to see him on the third night, and he told this story. And he said, 
I've done the third night. I haven't repeated a single fucking story, you know. And I just thought, wow, you know, how fucking great. And it was, it was the best hour and 45 minutes of stand-up I had ever seen, hands down. And I mm. thought, Jesus, and this is the tail end of your material, you know. It was bloody brilliant. So anyway, yes, imposter syndrome, I've totally got and I love it, you know. Mm. Um, not when I go to bed, I, I just want to get rid of it all then, mm. of course. But anyway, so yeah, if you're thinking about setting up a business or you're thinking about stepping outside of your domain of experience, then fucking do it, you know. Mm. Well, that, um, that really nicely leads me on to mm. my first recommendation, actually. Okay, great. Um, because have you heard of Holly Tucker? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, not on the high not street. Not on the high street. So yeah. we, sh- we share investors. Me and not on the oh, high street. You know? do you? So yes. Holly Tucker yeah. doesn't have not on the high street anymore. No, she sold it. She sold, sold it. And all the investors did extremely well because it was a mega business. It's a mega business. Yeah. It's still a mega business. And you know why she set it up? Why? Uh, to slightly stab her ex-husband in the back. <laughs> that true i think there's something it was something about that, that she did it because i think she went through a divorce and one thing or another and i remember there's someone telling me this story it was about you know she really wanted to prove to him yes. that he totally fucked up yes so she became the well, most successful fucking woman she did in her that. field and she bloody did it she bloody did and it and it's very interesting when you think the one thing that might break you actually is likely to make yes you, you know so if anybody's feeling broken by a situation just remember right in the eye of it is all the power. Gosh, you're quite I'm full of it today. Full of it today. Yeah, You've gone full fucking... I've had a really nice experience today. I've Tony had three, Robbins on three journalists come in today to yeah. get their hair done with me and they just unleashed me in some way. You know, really? they asked me questions and I went, do you know what, I'm going to tell you stuff. And they told me stuff and it was like, boom. And I thought, God, I'm having a great day today. Who were the journalists? Uh, they were just from Hurst and Bauer and stuff like oh, that. that's you know, so yes, nice. But they were just super nice. It's very nice, nice when you connect with people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, and, and they were journalists I hadn't met before, so the people mm. I didn't know, and I love meeting new people. Mm. Also, can I just say, yeah. what you always do when you meet new people, Yeah. you always over-deliver. Yeah, I really Like, like they leave yeah. going, holy yeah. shit, I thought he was this guy. Mm. I mean, everybody that listens to the podcast know mm. this podcast knows who you are but i think we, if you go oh michael douglas the hairstylist everybody kind of goes oh like that yeah yeah but yeah. no <laughs> get about you're not hairdressers like a superpower you're not like you that get to fly under the radar yes yeah. um, um but anyway, anyway i'm yeah, going yeah. back Sorry, to holly tucker it. yeah holly tucker great holly tucker i love her mm-hmm. so a while back she sent me her book and her book is about um small businesses and um trying to help them uh, get off the ground and then uh, I think maybe we might have even talked about it on the podcast, but she has now started a new business. Mm-hmm. Having When she got rid of Not on the High Street, yeah. it's quite funny, she, she sent me a little card and she said, and I said to myself, never again. But oh, I lied. But I lied, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and she has set up holly.co, mm-hmm. which I love because her business is called Holly and Co. Oh, okay, great. great and it's the it same premise. Mm-hmm. As not on the high street. It's curated small businesses. Okay, great. But I think she predominantly kind of is looking at female, female-led businesses, okay. trying to help nice. female yeah, entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm not sure if it's solely female entrepreneurs, but, mm-hmm. but she's sort of trying to give women an, an extra leg up. She sent me a lovely, lovely bag, which you can get on the website which says small business is my bag okay i'll great. take a picture of it i'll take a picture <laughs> of it good, yeah, and yeah. um but yeah. when you look at her website 
it is brilliant. So mm-hmm. it's holly.co. So she's got lots of different types of headings. Mm-hmm. We've got Christmas. So if you type on a magical Christmas, mm-hmm. it's got these little straws. You know who'd like those? Chester. Chester. He loves a drinking he receptacle. He drinks out of any mm. receptacle. But Rather look, I love that. Santa, stop here for the Sudbury family. Oh, uh, nice. You yeah. know, they're all kind of loads of personalised, uh, yeah, yeah, really cool signs. Mm-hmm. But the thing about any of these businesses, like Not on the High Street, mm. um, Etsy, any of these kind of businesses, they end up just getting so big yes. that you don't feel like it's curated anymore. anymore. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a, a car crash. Yeah. It's yeah. a machine. Yeah. And look, it's a great machine and it works really well. Yeah, but yeah. this has got style mm. written all over it at really affordable mm. prices. But the other thing that I really like about her is that she really does put her money where her mouth is. So when we're looking at the headings here, she's got the shop. So you've got mm-hmm. Christmas, Halloween, you can discover things. You've got gift ideas, mm-hmm. him, her for the kids. Home and garden, lots of jewellery, lots of arts and prints and oh, cards wow, and stationery. Really Food and drink, it's a huge selection. There. Then there's inspiration. So she's kind of, mm. um, if you want to live creatively, if you want to shop purposefully, if you want to be a little bit more... Um, frugal? Um, fr- well, frugal and also environmentally friendly, if mm. you want to kind of think a little bit more about that. And then at the end, she's got business advice. And yeah. I love her for this. So there's Holly's podcast, and yes. on it she talks to lots of kind of female entrepreneurs yes. who started their businesses. Holly's campaign for independence, for little independent businesses. Amazing. And, how to, how could, and here's Holly's book, which I must talk to you about. Do what you love and love what you do. And she's an MBE. Anyway, I find her incredibly inspiring. Oh, she's an MBE <laughs> as well, is she? <laughs> if only. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. But Holly, Holly.co, yes. her business is called Holly & Co. Mm-hmm. Amazing Christmas present ideas, really inexpensive. Yeah, and it's, it's really, really, that. really good because it, ins- it inspires you. Mm. Um, I think um, personalised gifts are brilliant. If you, if you order now, mm-hmm. you'll be in time. So uh, when I told that story about that she wanted to stab her husband in the back, I, yeah. that, I might have made that bit up. Okay, just because so now you know caveat. that she's connected to me in some way. Well, n- not only that, I just hated to read this, uh, listen to this podcast and go, oh, I didn't want to stab him in the back. I have no idea whether she, mm. w- what happened in her marriage, mm. <laughs> to clear that up. But the story was the divorce spurred her on to, to do not yes. on the high street and yes. so whatever it was. But um, Can I tell you something? I, I swear to all you, of a sudden you, I was panicked a bit Yes, there. that people aren't going to lift something out of context. You know I yes, did the Richard the Herring, thing. The yeah. Richard Herring podcast. Yes. So <clears throat> I said in this Richard Herring podcast, he said, you and Kylie, we were talking about word is out the video. We went, you still friends? And I went, well, no, not really. Yeah, and he said, you're not, you're oh, not. like what happened? Yeah. And I said, oh, she changed the number and didn't give it to me. And then I went, no, that's a joke. Um, actually, just we just grew apart, you yeah, know, like life, lives, life goes you know, on. Yeah, and yeah. I just hadn't seen her for ages. She went back to Australia for a bit and we just sort of grew apart. But I love her. Yeah. And the bloody papers went and printed mm. that Kylie changed her number and didn't give it to me. And it's not true. Mm. I thought, God, why do they do that? I even said to Richard beforehand, I never do podcasts because stuff gets lifted from yes. podcasts. Do you remember when I was dating The Rock because of something I said in the in podcast? In podcast, yeah. But if they're fucking lethal. There was something very big that came out of the Richard Herring podcast is that Stephen Fry, who was a guest on the Richard Herring podcast, went on to say that he attempted to kill himself while travelling around America making a... I think he was making TV a programme, a TV yeah. show, where he travelled around America in a wow. taxi. And during the making of that, essentially he tried to kill himself in the middle of it all. Now, nobody had ever heard this before, but he told Richard in the podcast, it was Richard's such a lovely interview. Yes. 
But um, I think, you, it, and it's a very open, on, honest. It's interview. a very it's, easy. There's nothing it's very frivolous easy. about no. it, is there? You know. No. Um, and obviously that went viral, and I think that's what really catapulted Richard mm. Herring's live at the Leicester Square Theatre into the mainstream mm. a bit more. And people were like, "Okay, oh, now this podcast is great." But but it, it's another example, I guess. So you feel loose-lipped almost. You could say something, and then you caveat it with some context that gets chopped off. The yeah, end well, I, I mean, I could have, I should have, I, you know, if I was a proper comedian, I would have said, she changed the number and didn't give me the new one, and I would have left it. Yes. But I'm not very good at that, so no. I said it's a joke, like, yeah. that's a joke. Mm. Yeah. Because I felt bad. <laughs> anyway, what's your first um, recommendation? Uh, first recommendation is uh, a YouTube uh, thing that I listened to recently with James O'Brien. Now, James O'Brien is an LBC um, broadcaster from uh, London Radio. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he's very, very articulate. He's extremely good at interviewing people. And he's a very, very clever bloke. Uh, I'm always slightly terrified that one day in some kind of nightmare situation where I've turned into some political commentator that I find myself stuck on a radio show with James O'Brien who picks oh, me apart. And who like, literally breaks and you. And humiliates yeah. me in front of everybody. Um, fortunately, I get the feeling that we, we both think similarly about things in the world. But um, um, if, if anyone's interested in just having a look at his work, then there's probably lots of it on YouTube and Instagram. But he was very vocal in Brexit and taking people apart. Yes. Um, uh, about... Um, about that whole subject. I can't mm. remember whether he was a Remain or Stay, and presumably he was a Remainer, but um, but I don't know. But anyway, he's done a series of interviews on YouTube, courtesy of LBC, uh, and it's um, called James O'Brien Meets, I think. Um, but anyway, he's done Steve Coogan. <gasps> and um, I'd obviously watched The Reckoning and all yes. the rest of it, and I just really like everything Coogan he does yeah, yeah everything and he's been a naughty boy and he's been caught out and you know he's well I mean even that makes him even of, yes. better he's um, I love his stance in the Leveson Inquiry was it Leveson mm. Inquiry about phone hacking and you know I like his slightly left-leaning sensibilities as well and um, and I love the jobs he does and mm. what he wants to do with his career which is never really ever about money as far as I can tell it's probably about experience people he wants to work with and stories mm. he'd love to tell mm. Philomena's an absolute fucking work oh, of art no. you know so James O'Brien interviews him and I'm like oh is this going to be a James O'Brien challenging yeah. Steve Coogan's kind of thoughts or beliefs about you know his politics or whatever and it's not that at all it's an absolute love fest oh. where James O'Brien looks for the first time I've ever seen him S- soft soft um, slightly intimidated wow. and anxious because he wants to do a good job. Wow. Um, he's slightly out of his domain of expertise, I think, because he's normally about uh, politics and, I guess, stuff that's going on in, in Britain. Yeah. Um, and this is not that, you know. So, one, I loved it because I saw James O'Brien with a slightly different take. And two, I saw Coogan really open up about his life. Oh, really? His background, where he came from. Yeah. I think he's got f- four or five brothers and a sister. Um, his mum's Irish, um, you know, um, where he went to school, the things he tried to do, how he, much he hated playing football, didn't really like sports and all that kind of stuff, you know. He said he would hang around the goalposts and speak to the goalkeeper about James Bond movies. And as the ball came towards him, he'd just kick it as far away from him as, as he could so he didn't have to kick it again, you know. <laughs> and then he'd go back to talking about James Bond movies. So just lots of things like that I could really relate to because I wasn't very good at football either. And you think... How do I get out of this? I just want to talk to this yeah. my mate about something. Or so there was that, and then how he got into acting and voices, and you know you can you can 
he's one of the people that I think you can take what he's done with his life and apply some of the methods to your own life. It's nothing to do with acting or comedy or voices or anything, but mm. just taking a chance or having a go. There's a great bit where he's trying to get into um, a drama school and all the London drama schools reject him. Doesn't get into any of them, you know. And I think he's brilliant, Coogan. Mm. So it's just another good example of don't worry about rejection. People. It's everywhere, you yeah. know. But he goes to a, a college in Manchester and there's a friend of his who he's met who was who a kind of comedian, a producer, uh, who, who Steve can tell that Steve's a much better performer than him, but this guy's much cleverer than Steve, you know. So they make a kind of a nice God, pairing, if you like. I can't, I can't like. believe who would be cleverer than Steve. He seems so clever. Yeah, well, I, th- I think they were saying, James O'Brien sums it up quite nicely and he says there's, there's um, intelligence and knowledge Yes, Steve didn't yes. have the knowledge, but, but he, he, was he was intelligent. Yes. Where Armando Inucci, for instance, was had all of this amazing knowledge because he'd been to Oxford and studied all sorts of he things. Probably you know. also has the intelligence. Yes, well, yeah, of course, fair. yes, he does. Yeah. But um, but Coogan had this ability to perform into, yes, with, into, with that intelligence. Inucci, you know? I don't think. No, he's never been way. a performer, you mm. know. But um, but they were a great pairing. But there's a great bit where he goes to audition, and there's a bit of a chance he decides to audition as a bad auditionee it's you know he acts out doing it badly in all directions you know mm. and the guy said to him you know you'll go for your auditions and then normally about two to three weeks they'll call you and tell you if they've got a place or not but literally after the audition they go you've got a place uh, and he said it's just that I just took a chance really I thought what would be what would capture their imagination is if I acted out doing something that they would all automatically dislike but then realize it was an act you know yes and think oh this is good because it's like a double bluff you know so there was just lots of stuff in that it talks about philomena quite Who a bit Alan Partridge. Done? Um, i don't really know to be honest so that was just the first one i stumbled across but it looks like he's um uh, there's 18 episodes it says oh wow tim peak mary beard so lots of people by Interesting the looks of things variety yeah. not just showbiz um, yeah gabby logan is in there so um, yeah, so there's loads of people in there, but I, this is just one that stumbled across that came into my thing, and I just thought I definitely want to listen to a few mm. more of these because mm. they've really, um, really caught my imagination. Mm. And he's such a good interviewer. Mm. I love to see somebody that wouldn't get a chat show on TV ever, I don't think, James O'Brien. And he's on a kind of regional news station, which is London, so I'd just like him to reach a much broader, bigger audience, bigger, I guess. broader a, audience, a, yeah. yeah. Um, because he's ex- exactly the type of person you want to interview somebody you like, because he'll just get under the skin in a way that I don't think Graham Norton would give the time for, yes. or Jonathan Ross has got the time for, because, you know, they're so restricted by their time. Yes. So anyway, James O'Brien uh, meets... Sorry about the noise. Um, That's sorry, not my tummy, dishwasher. that is the dishwasher. Um, but the Coogan's a great interview and he says something really good at the end to wrap the whole thing up and you just think I want those words to come out of my mouth yes. one day you know yes. <laughs> they're so good and it was about his work and his philosophy around the work that he takes on board but um, but if you're interested it's about 40 minutes 5 minutes long if you're going to the gym and you're looking for something to listen to fill your boots I've got quite a few things to talk about, but I'm going to try and do all of them quite quickly because I yeah. think they're all good. Good. So Sophia Webster makes shoes. Mm-hmm. I've been obsessed by her shoes for a very long time, but I have to say oh. they are very spinny. But, sexy. But yeah. 
when you see them, you are like, okay, they are worth every single penny. I think mm. if you're going to spend an extraordinary amount of money on a pair of shoes, you want to see the craftsmanship in it. You want to see where somebody's literally hand stuck on crystals. I'm going to say, you don't often <laughs> see the craftsmanship in expensive shoes. No, you I, don't. I, I often think... Exactly. Fuck, you know, but yeah. Sophia Webster is one person where you really, really do. They uh-huh. are absolutely beautiful. And... I normally, you know, I, I wear footwear from JD Williams, Zara, um, you know, the high street, like, because I wear stuff to death. Yep. And Me too. pretty Me much too. the next year I'll want to, I'll want to maybe get a new pair. Mm-hmm. So, but this pair of shoes, I'm not even sure whether they'll ever see the light of day. But I will, again, post a picture of them. Could on you potentially wear them tonight? Yes, I could. Yes, thank you. Yes. In the house, though. They're not, yeah, in the they're house. not going yeah, outside. They're, yeah, they're too right. pretty. Yeah, yeah. But she sent me a book um, that she she very sweetly wrote something so nice mm-hmm. inside it. And it says, oh, my gosh, I love your shoes. A decade of head-turning heels. Now, it's cheaper than a pair of her shoes. Okay. <laughs> if you know anybody in your family who is shoe-obsessed, which, yeah. let's face it, a lot of women are, mm-hmm. this would be a great Christmas present. Okay. It's so good. Uh-huh. It, for any shoe obsessive, you'll turn every single page and go, oh my God. Men's? Um, no, no, women's. Okay. Um, £40 mm-hmm. for the hardback, hardback book. Um, but it's it would look fantastic on a coffee table. It's a splash of colour. Mm-hmm. It's really glamorous. But she is brilliant. And I just can't recommend it high enough. So you can get it from all normal booksellers, Waterstones and others. And just, yeah. Great one for Christmas, and I'm going to take a picture of these shoes now. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. So, so on the subject of shoes, mm-hmm. I've been looking for some kind of oxblood or red penny loafer types. Oh yes, for ages. This is amazing. Yeah. So um, uh, I've, uh, we went to jump the gun in Brighton, and they had a lovely pair made by yes. Loke. I think they might be called. Yes. But they were one hundred and fifty pounds. Spenny. I'm a bit like I'm a hundred pound cap me me on shoes. Mm, I know. Um, so I can spend more. But fuck me, it's got to really be desperate. So I have bought a very expensive pair of kind of like Chelsea boots with the zip up the side. Yeah, but can I which say... I, I did love. 
that it's quite hard to fit shoes and boots to you, and they fit perfectly. They are bloody good. They are perfect. Um, I'm just going to have a look at the company. There you go. So they were called, um, from a company called Thomas Bird, uh, whose um, uh, internet internet name, the fuck has happened to my brain? What do you mean? Website. Oh, yeah, it's with internet. God, welcome Their to my world. Their internet name. I'm so, oh I love God. it when you do this. I went on QVC this week for the first time, and I yeah, lost my jet lag. brain. Yeah, you, had jet lag. you only lost your brain once, Michael. I said, it's You've... got four heat settings. Cold. Low. Um, I was going, low! Um, low! I was and, sitting at home watching I you. Thought, I don't know what the next one is. <laughs> yeah, it was bizarre. Anyway, Thomas Bird, which is T-B-L-O-N. So it'll be Thomas Bird London, I'm guessing. TBLON.com and I bought some uh, some Chelsea boots there now they were £380 I'm going to tell you which ones they are because you, you know you might want to know I've taken them to the cobblers because I like them so much they're called Memphis £320 I think they are um, the Memphis boot let me just double check so I'm not, I don't want to make sure I'm lying to you and they're actually something else they've got a zip up the side anyway I put them on and I thought bloody hell I like them and then I got them slightly damp in the rain and, oh. they, and they got better you know, when they oh. just go slightly more... Like, yes! Whoosh. And they look like Jim Morrison had them on for a month, you know. And I thought, okay, I like these a lot. So I took them to the cobblers because they're leather-soled. And, uh, you know, and I thought, you know what, let's get a bit of rubber on here. Just give me a bit of grip because I want to yeah. wear these a lot. So I bought them. I bought two pairs in different sizes. Um, so I sent one back, £320. A lot of money for me on, on the old shoe front, but bloody hell, I do like them. And when I get them back from Cobblers, I'll take a picture and I'll stick it yes, on. Yes, they're uh, very nice. The anyway, the penny loafer thing I was looking for. So, you know what? I just thought, you know, I'll just go on Amazon and have a little look. And I went on Amazon and had a little look for penny loafer, Oxblood, £171. I was like, no oh, way. No. So I scrolled through mm. and I found some. This is ridiculous. I know. I mean, so ridiculous. Found something. So they're now at £65.21. Didn't you get them for 50 £58. I mean, seriously. I bought them size 40, um, in a, a, and they were so nice. And I thought, well, I'll buy them. If they're no good, I'll send them back. If I don't like the look of them or something like that. And they're absolutely perfect. perfect. They're so perfect. I bought two pairs of £58 each, and I've took them to the cobblers as well to put a little sole on them. Cause I yeah, because otherwise they're a bit slippy-slippy. So, and also you make too much noise. I've had them on today. Looks so nice. So cool, aren't they? So cool. So, um, so Burgundy is such a good colour too. It's so versatile. Yeah. So I'm just going to give you out the, the name of who I bought them from, from um, the, um, the internet. So they're called Carlo Torecci. <laughs> this really reminds me of when David Brent comes to work at the office one day with a leather jacket on. And he goes, oh, Gucci. And he goes, no, Chiro Chiruccio. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> this is like Carlo Torecci. Men's antique leather mask loafers. Hand-stitched leather sole made in Spain. Includes removable aloe vera insole. They're £58.51. Um, and these are the ones I bought. And if you're interested in having a look or you want to buy them or you want a penny loafer, because I put them on my Instagram the other day and I got three people saying, oh my God, Oxblood let penny loafers. I've just bought some the other day from you know, wherever it was. And I thought, I bet you paid more than I did. Yeah. So go and have a look at them. The quality is pretty good, I would say. Uh, I've been wearing them for three days in the rain, uh, sleeping snow and uh, they have not fallen apart 
Um, so yeah, go and have a little look at, at them if you fancy some of them. Um, I would have thought they'd be perfect for women's feet as well as men's yeah, feet. Yeah, they look unisex. Unisex, right? Yeah. Um, we haven't got a huge amount of time no. left. Do you want to order pho? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, ladies and gents, our, our favourite dish is pho. I'm going to... Um, can I just order my usual? Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Chicken curry. Um I think it's red is the lesser hot one. I'm going to I'm going to do a recommendation while you order. Yeah, okay, great. And um, because actually all I'm recommending right now is three books. Okay. So the first one is uh Geelong, how would you say that? Thubton. Thubton. Yeah. Uh Geelong Thubton. Um I haven't heard of him before, but it says here on the back that Buddhist monk Geelong Thubton is regarded as one of the UK's most influential meditation teachers. And he's already had a Sunday Times bestseller, A Monk's Guide to Happiness. But I saw this guy talking, I think, to Dr. Chatterjee mm-hmm. um, on Instagram. And I loved what he said. Mm-hmm. And I loved his whole vibe. For a Christmas present, this book is lovely. It's called Handbook for Hard Times. So when you are struggling, it's a kind of pick up and put down book. Um, whatever you want. Um, but I think if you are struggling, mm-hmm. um, it's a read all the way through from start to finish. Things like The Power of Forgiveness, um, things like Happiness and Suffering, mm-hmm. you know. He's really, really, really good. Um, so follow him as well. Great. On Instagram and everywhere. Um, top guy. Uh, top monk. That's what he is. Okay, great. Um, the next one is The Natural Menopause Method. Now, Karen Newby is somebody I did a live with the other day on Instagram. She is a nutritionist specialising in women's health mm-hmm. and the menopause. I'm always a bit like, oh, can you eat yourself better from the menopause? Turns out she has got a lot of things in this book. Mm-hmm. People are always saying to me, what can I do if I can't or don't want to take HRT? What, what other things can I do? And I'm always a bit like, oh, I don't know where to point you. Karen Newby, this book, The Natural Menopause Method, um, The Nutritional Guide to Perimenopause and Beyond. It's really good. It's really helpful. Oh, she great. talks to lots of different people in it. She talks about osteoporosis, all the different things that can help, about a hurried life, about overwhelm, about mm. everything. Then the next one, I got this the other day. I read you a paragraph from it you oh, cried yeah. I cried I do like this guy a lot I used to love oh. his TV show um, I, super The Super Vet, vet. Yeah. Noel Fitzpatrick yeah. is a, a, a fucking golden human yeah. he has got goodness in mm. his heart but also a pit of sadness that like is so yeah. tantalising to people like you and me because you can see how gutted he gets when an animal doesn't make it. And he talks about the first animal that didn't make it, the first animal he mm. couldn't save, and how that spurred him on to be determined to do all of this completely revolutionary mm. um, veterinary practice on animals and keep them alive. But this is the story <laughs> about him and his dog, Kira. <laughs> and the thing is, um, it, it, the, the drawings mm-hmm. are just absolutely gut yeah. and heart-wrenching Who's, so Noel Fitzpatrick is saying to his dog here mm-hmm. who are you and Kira's saying I, I don't know but can I come in I found this <laughs> and he says do you want to this isn't a happy house and Kira says it can be mm. and he says but I don't oh, but I don't know who I am and the dog says does that matter we can find ourselves together everyone gets lost sometimes 
but no one is everyone. You're just you. Mm. Oh, I mean, there are not many books that you can pick up and yes. on one page. I know, I know. What I like about cry. that is he says to the dog, who are you? And he says, I don't know. And I think, yeah, like, dogs don't know that they're dogs almost, do they? No. And there's something so liberating, so liberating. about that. So liberating. You know, one of the problems with human beings is we're so self-aware there's so many feelings. It's like, fuck, if I could just get rid of some of these feelings. If it was just like, somebody pat me, somebody mm. feed me, Mm-mm. give me somewhere to sleep mm. in front of a fire. So simple, right? You know, yeah. Have you ever read The Tower of Pooh? No, I don't think so. So, Taoist, Taoism is... Oh, is Taoism, ta- yeah, 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 Taoism. Yeah. But they're basically, they wrote a book about mm. how Pooh is the perfect Taoist, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, God, right. Sorry, okay, not yeah. Pooh, yeah, not excrement. So, so. And they talk about Eeyore yeah, being the ultimate okay. pessimist yes, and Tigger yes. being the ultimate os- optimist, yeah. but that Pooh is actually the Taoist. And um, it's written a little bit like this. Mm. But here, it, uh, Kira says, throw it, throw it. And she's talking about a ball. And he says, it's dirty. It's a dirty, soggy tennis ball. And she goes, it's a world of endless possibility. Throw it. (laughs) And he then says, I'm sorry, I threw it too far. And she says, don't worry. If it's meant for us, it'll be there for us. Oh, wow. You know, like that kind of all these stuff that you, the barriers that we all put up. Oh, the dogs don't see at all do this like so again amazing gift yeah this this really reminds me of charlie mackesy's book i really might read that well well, it's here like we're gonna i think we should both read it together in Mm. bed and kind of okay because you can pick up each page has Mm. a lesson on it and the thing is i think for somebody who who liked charlie mackesy's book Mm. um about the boy the mole mole and the the horse horse, was it um this is 1899 another brilliant Mm. brilliant christmas present it's a great christmas present that i think Mm. um because it just slightly touches your heart just enough doesn't it just enough and without being yeah yeah pointy or maudlin or um one other company that i think you should talk about is these guys Organi- organically epic yes because so this, she is, this person is a yeah. tiny business mm-hmm. and it seems I've looked online that they're doing rather well and it's all bamboo yeah it's won lots of awards hasn't it launched the, the first certified organic brightening antioxidant toothpaste in 2021 and also the first UK bam- bamboo head electric toothbrush the Sonic Wave. Both have won multiple awards in 2021 20, and 22, and our toothpaste is taking home the title of the best new organic product, the Global Pure Beauty Awards, uh, an electrical toothbrush featuring um, the GQ's electric tooth. Yeah, so a lot. Of, you know, I I mean, re- the thing, there's a long the list is, of awards here. Yeah. Is that think of all the plastic heads? Yes. And toothbrushes. I, I mean, I remember Julia Bradbury going, toothbrushes are a fucking word yeah. of the devil, you know. Um, yes, well, they sent us this, and it's really good. It's really a, good. An electric sonic toothbrush, but it's all made of bamboo. Mm. It does all the movements and all the rest of it. It was absolutely great. And then these. All sustainable. Interdental brushes. Which we love. Um, yes. Um, I was listening to Richard Dawkins' podcast the other day. They were talking about incidentals. And I just kind of loved the word incidental. Mm. And I was desperate to call these incidental brushes. But they're not. No. Um, But these are made of bamboo as well. And there's little things that uh, stick between your teeth and then you can get bits and pieces out. Ever since I wore my braces, um, I've now got gaps between my teeth that I didn't have before. But it's so nice putting something in there and just removing the debris. Um, What's that, charcoal? Yeah, no, this is um, <gasps> floss. It's made out of some kind of charcoal cloth, though, is yep. it? Oh. And you put... I love you floss. Put, yeah. You put it through this little hole mm-hmm. down here. Mm-hmm. Like that. 
And then you put it, hang on, mm. off. Oh, yeah, so you can thread it out of the Yeah, the and capsule. then cut it, though, on, mm. the, on the capsule that it's in. Nice. Um, someone's nicked the tongue cleaner. Yes. I want the tongue cleaner. Yeah, and that's very... The scraper. Yeah, it's like a scraper yeah. thing, like a loop that you put on your tongue and I scrape down. I don't know where it. that's gone. I have to say... Look, look. When I look at my tongue in any great detail... Oh, yeah, nice. So it's like a little dispenser of floss. But yeah. Floss is black. Um... Uh, yeah, they've done a fantastic job. We've had they gave us this about six months ago. Yeah, we've been meaning to talk, about, to talk so about it, and that's why I thought long. if we're going to have a break, we've got to mention yeah, this company because they are really, really, you know, um, they put their money where their mouth is. Yeah. So toothpaste does not contain SLS or fluoride. Um, I'm not anti-fluoride at all. It's a fantastic ingredient in dental care. However, many people cannot use toothpastes that contain it, but they are using toothpastes that are not good for their dental health by just removing fluoride without putting something in its place. So, you know, they've gone a deep dive on all this. So it's called Organically Epic. Um, and it's organicallyepic.uk. And they've got a brightening antioxidant toothpaste, um, which we've not tried. I don't know if we've got any of that, but I'd quite like to give that a go. I love cleaning my teeth. I love dental care. I love having a clean I was telling the dentist mouth. this morning about you. Oh, it's You're not so normal. good. I love going to the orthodontist, to the cleaner, the dentist, all of it. It's so good. I finished season three of Dave last night. Yeah, you got, God, I had to cancel you. You had to cancel me? Cancel you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really... I watched, started watching it a while ago, and then we went to Disney, and I'd forgotten all about it. And then on the flight home, I realised I had an episode on my iPad. I was like, I've got Dave to watch. I put it on, I was like, God, I forgot just how yeah, much it's fucking I brilliant. David Bird. So David Bird is a rapper called Lil Dicky that you might have known of. Uh, and he's done all sorts of songs, been around for quite a long time. But he's also got this TV show where he plays himself, a bit like Larry David does with uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. And he plays himself, becoming a rapper, becoming famous, and all the trappings that come with that. But all his own kind of uh, self-doubt and worry about whether he's good enough, his obsession with perfection, and then the relationships with the people he has around him. It is absolutely fucking brilliant, this TV show. Well done, Dave, and everybody who makes it. The acting in it's superb, the comedy in it is superb, but I was thinking, oh, where's this going to go? So he's become a famous rapper in yeah. season three, and he's yeah. on tour, and there's a tour bus with his face on the side of yeah, it, you yeah, know. Yeah. They're trying to find love tour or something like that. So he's always looking for love. He can't find it, basically. And I'm not surprised, because he's a pain in the arse, is mm. Dave. You know, he's obsessed with himself, with all these thoughts, and you've got to kind of immerse yourself in Dave's yes. world, any girl who falls in love with him, you know. Anyway, he does find a girl who is gorgeous and perfect for him and she is brilliant in this and I remember thinking how great she is and how magical they've made this relationship you know and um and it's really good but there's a there's a scene in it where the the tour bus blows up it's a bit of a spoiler this so sorry about this but I'm going to tell you anyway um the tour bus blows up Mm -hmm. now Dave has a weird fetish that instead of masturbating he likes to have sex with these rubber legs with a rubber vagina so it's not got a torso it's just legs and a lady's part oh and he has sex with it now the girlfriends that he gets knows about this he's yes. not he's not embarrassed about no. anything Dave. no he's not embarrassed about anything yeah. it's got a tiny penis not embarrassed about that and it's damaged like, he's damaged his penis when he was a kid and it's got a weird yeah. hole in it um so he's got this very peculiar way he has to have sex in order to climax and mm. he just wants to find a girl who wants who to wants, help him yeah. have really mm-hmm. good good sex mm-hmm. with this odd penis that he's got um so anyway, he's got these rubber legs that he takes on tour with him. Anyway, the bus blows up because of some malfunction. Mm. Anyway, they're all all right. 
But somebody comes and films the bus burning and sees these rubber legs hanging out the back of the bus and they assume... Think someone's died. They think Dave's dead because it's the Dave's yes. tour bus and they can just see this leg and he says, little Dickie's dead. Anyway, it's all over social media and they're trapped in the middle of the desert. But when they get to a phone signal, all the phones go off and... Dave's manager, who's having a really tough time with the record label because they're not selling enough records and they're not getting enough streams and they're not and doing suddenly, anything. So all of a sudden, it pops and everybody... He gets like two million followers on Instagram. Now he's dead. He gets millions of streams, millions of watches of YouTube videos and all the rest of it. So his manager, Mike, who you'll know from Beef, red-headed fella, really funny. Oh, yes, I know him. He's like, okay, Dave, put your phone down, turn it off. We're going to keep you dead for 24 hours. Yeah, amazing. And then it's like... No, let's do 48 hours, you know. And it's just like, oh my God. And Dave can't cope with it because he's desperate to be the most honest, genuine, authentic version of himself. And yes. at the same time, he's now realized that in order to be successful, he has to live within this lie, you know. And it's just like, oh, it's a brilliant That's mechanic really for this, clever. this thing. It's so good. But I watched the final episode last night, right? Rachel McAdams, isn't it? Yeah. Who was in the notebook, right? Mm. She's not Ryan Gosling, so he's obsessed with the fact that there's that. Oh, of course, she's playing herself. She's playing herself, yeah. Okay, amazing. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Brad Pitt. And they're at the Met Gala, and she arranges the big toilet selfie for him to be in, and it's really good. Um, so there's that going on. And then she's like, do you want to go out for dinner? And he's like, yeah, but he's got this girlfriend he's slightly falling in love with as well. So there's all this going on, like, what does he feel about Rachel McAdams? You know, how does he feel about this girlfriend? And then there's another twist in the tale, but the final scene, the final episode, sorry, he shoots a video with Rachel McAdams. And Brad Pitt. And then Brad Pitt goes, I fancy making music. Can I come around to your house to make some music? He's like, yeah, come around to my house. So him and Brad Pitt lay down the song, but something else happens. I'm not going to tell you what else happens because the final episode is a fucking oh epic extravaganza. Can I just on, say, yeah. Brad Pitt. Oh, it's so good. A very what, sad scene. How brilliant. He goes, That's so clever. He goes, my name's not Brad, it's Luke. And he goes, what? And he goes, it's Luke Pitt. And he goes, Luke? He goes, yeah. And he goes, okay, okay, Brad, I'm going to go and get somebody. He says, it's not Brad, it's Luke. And he goes, okay, it's Luke. And I'm like, is that true? Does anybody know? Have you looked it up? I haven't looked it up. No, I'm not, I'm not going to. Let's leave no, it. No, don't. Leave Let's it leave out it there. But anyway, it's just absolutely Listen, brilliant. we've got to yeah. do listener recommendations do? because it's nearly ten past five. Yeah, yeah, okay, great. But um, Dave was absolutely brilliant. It's on Disney+, Plus, ironically. Um, but all three seasons are there and it's produced and made by the same people who made Kirby Enthusiasm. It's also produced by Kevin Hart, if that means anything to anyone. Um, and I love it and I'm devastated it's ended. Um, ladies and gents, let's do some shout-outs. I think we should do mm-hmm. as many shout-outs as possible, very brief ones. Yeah, let's okay. not read the whole thing because we're not going to be doing this for a while. Um, so I think we should do like so-and-so says hi has recommended a yeah. film okay yes but not I understand yeah yeah so well shall I start here with uh, Joe Shaler and she said I've downloaded it on Audible so this is a memoir Friends Lovers and the Big Terrible Thing this is Chandler Bing's memoir oh. Matthew Perry um, so this is her recommendation Joe Shaler I would really like to read this I heard lots of good things about this yeah. when it came out and I loved Friends and do you know what I would like to do over this weekend 
It's sh- we're going to Scotland this weekend. Yeah. Let's download a few episodes of Friends, just some random episodes yes. from yes. different series. Yes, 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 And watch them in memory of Matthew Perry because he's he was bloody totally. brilliant he in really it, wasn't was. he? Um, so thanks, Joe Shaler. So Brogan Patterson said, finally called, finally caught up all 151 episodes. Wow. Um, so let's have a little look what we've got here. Uh, it's been a bit strange through uh, three years of your lives in such a short time. It's really interesting, the fact that... Oh my God, that is quite weird. If we and pass also, away or anything, our kids will have access to... Can I also just say, stuff. like, yeah. uh, like how um, n- nervous I was of us being together but I was so keen to not be intimate with you uh-huh. uh, when we started yeah okay at, at all yes, on air because about stuff, we? well just because I thought you know we've got kids to think about yeah, and, and they were young like and they were young and you know it was new and mm. so I didn't we were we the, were old friends but let me read this out actually because oh, yeah, it's really quite good because it says it, it, it's been a bit strange going through three years of your lives in such a short time and the changes that have happened especially the kids going from childlike recommendations yes. to now young adults making their own lives oh, wow. out there. amazing that's wow. such a nice thing to write so pleased to have come across it i've watched uh, a lot of the recommendations uh, to the point netflix now thinks i'm a war and serial killer <laughs> fanatic anyway thanks for what you do look forward to the next one um, God, Brogan, I feel slightly yeah. Don't bad worry now. That no, Brogan's gonna be fine. The last He's episode. gonna be fine. We're well, gonna still do stuff on the on the Instagrams. Brogan, follow us on Instagram because we will still do the odd live on Instagram if we stumble across three or four things that we think yeah. the world needs to know about. Um, then we'll st- we'll keep doing it, and we will be back next year. But thank you. What a really nice message to read out. Yes, um, and I bet it, it is quite interesting that. Um, highly recommend series Lessons in Chemistry based oh. on a book, Apple TV. Uh, we from... recommended the book. Yeah. Bonnie Garment. Oh, yeah. Absolutely okay. amazing. Did we recommend yeah. the book? Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah, I remember. I can't that, wait yeah. to watch the series. Oh. That's a great recommendation. Let me just say that is from Lulu McGuinness, um, who has been oh. a, a friend yeah, for a long really, time. Yeah, really, really good yeah. friend. She came to see me in Soho not that long ago. It was very nice. Uh, hi, guys. One that I think the listeners will love these new truffle chocolates. From We Are Spellbound, Delish and Low Calorie. So oh. that's on Instagram, We Are low Spellbound. Low Calorie? Yeah, I know. Amazing. And that's from Olivia Kate, 1995. Thanks very much indeed for that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's have a look what we've got here. From Anne Neil. Hi, Davina. Following on from the recommendation for Beth Nielsen, uh, please listen to I Find Your Love. It's by Beth Nielsen Chapman. And oh. it's a song I adore mm-hmm. uh, and had forgotten about until I heard your podcast. Much love, Anne. So Beth Nielsen. Uh, and it's um, called I Find Your Love. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll have Writing a listen that to down. that. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Anne Neil. It's great. Um, Jen, uh, just saying, I never watch something like this normally, but just the intro was enough to get me hooked. Get Gotti on Netflix. Mm. Um, I assume this is John Paul Gotti, who was yes. on a mafia mafia again. So yeah. Get Gotti on Netflix. Jen, this is a dream. I am going to... Um, get on to that because now Dave's finished and I'm a bit lost I'm going to give this to you because I think it's only fair that you should read a few out as well um, so is it going from the top? it's going from the top um, oh god um, so it's this is a voice message but I'm I'm actually not going to um, play it do the whole thing <laughs> but um, Tracy Hewitt says can I just say it's taken me a while but I've finally been listening to your podcast love it been a fan of uh, mine for many years and no, if we met, we would be besties. I'm sure we would, <laughs> by judging by your lovely German Shepherd and 
loving the countryside. We're in South Bristol, uh, but she's recommending real survival stories on BBC Sounds with the uh, melting voice of John Hopkins. Oh, what was the thing on BBC Sounds you put me on to with... Um, uh, uh, oh, my God. Um, Sean Williams. Sean Williams. Wow. Oh, my God. I think you did talk about it, actually. Yes, we okay. did. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But BBC Sounds is a recommendation oh, yeah, so overall. Just the so, so good. full of stuff, yeah. Yes. Oh, Emma. Emma mm. Jane said, listening to the podcast in the car on the way to M&S when I heard you talking about chocolate-coated bourbons hastily added to my trolley. Oh, nice. Um, and when I got there and now eating one on the way home, heaven. I mean, they <laughs> really are outrageous. Yeah. Another recommendation from um, Vanessa Agdraws. Mm-hmm. Um, she says she's uh, um, thinking that we might like this one. It's on Netflix, The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, a Wes Anderson short film. Oh, I love Wes Anderson. On, okay, on Netflix, great. based on a Raoul Dahl story starring Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, and her and her 12-year-old loved it. You know, one of those oh, ones good. for all the family. I often yeah. think that I watched um, Coco again, the Disney film Coco, about the um, Day yeah. of the Dead, this morning. And um, I was at the dentist and they had a telly on the ceiling. Mm. Fucking ace. I was there for an hour and a half. Oh, it was wow. big. I must watch Soul again, actually. I, 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 I'd love to watch but you should watch again. Coco yeah, with, okay. the, with the boys. Yeah, okay. Ugh. Mm. But it's the kind of thing that as an adult, you get all the adult themes, and as a kid, you'd you get, get all, all the, the kid, kid themes. themes. It's, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely brilliant. There is a guy called Rem, Remrov underscore artist. Um, he's uh, got. Um, what do you call people who have autism or ADHD or. There's a new word for it, and I can't... Not on Asperger's, the, is it? No. no. Anyway, he's got, got autism, mm. and he's an amazing artist. Thank oh, you, Sally Looms. Neurodiverse. Yeah. There you go, brilliant. He's neurodiverse. Um, Asperger's pip- is a word that they've got... That they've been squeezed out, I think. I yes. I think they're we're supposed to use Asperger's anymore. No. Okay. There was something, but it's, it takes a while for us to yes, learn yeah, these things. Yes, we're, we're, we're getting there, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. Um, Pip Marsh says, after listening to the interview with Chris Evans, I've started reading Jerry Halliwell Horner's new book. 40 pages in, it's excellent. Oh, wow, good. Um, good to hear. Rosalind Steele says, uh, great to have you back. Oh, dear, I feel guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Friday morning housework sessions just weren't the same without uh, you. Oh, no. Sorry. Um, Instagram recommendation is cooking for Levi. Levi's a little boy, about two, who's got a sophisticated palate, and his dad, who's obviously an excellent chef, makes him the most gorgeous dishes, and Levi um, always has something to say about it. I mean, little kids. Can I just recommend mm. one more thing? Yes. I'm going to say goodbye yeah. now to... Um, to uh, all of our uh, listeners and just say if anybody isn't following the cab family follow the cabs online Mm -hmm. these kids are growing up now Mm -hmm. I feel like they're my family Um, I've recommended them before but Mm -hmm. the cabs family bring me enormous joy Mm -hmm. all of their children have got little individual personalities that are really funny but they are the greatest greatest parents um it's nice to see, and, isn't it? Yeah, it's really, mm. really nice to see. I love that family. Um, ladies and gents, we are on Instagram at MD London and at Davina McCall. Uh, and we are, we're on almost every day, aren't we, mm. really? So if you want to stay in touch with us through that, you can do. The, the Instagram page, obviously, Making the Cut podcast will stay live and we will keep checking it and looking at various bits and pieces on there. I promise one more thing. Oh, yeah. Um, Headstrong. It's a, it's a company called Headstrong. Oh. And they make um, mushrooms. 
Uh, but they're capsules rather than the powders. I don't oh. really like the powders. Yes, yeah, a bit bitter, the aren't powders they? powders are... But um, I think it's fine if you put it in coffee, but yeah. you've, got, you've got to find the right way of having yeah. them. Um, I have to say Dirty do make um, coffee now. Oh, they do. Like don't an actual I saw that. coffee yeah, with yeah, it in, yeah. so that's really good. Um, Headstrong make um, capsules. Mm. It's £28 for 30 capsules. It's, it's still quite expensive, but all of these now have scientific backup. If you go to Headstrong's, mm. uh, Headstrong, look up Headstrong Mushrooms mm. um, online, and it will show you the science yes. facts yeah. um, under each mushroom and lots of papers that you can read about the actual evidence that oh, they good. have. But there are some for sleeping, some for anxiety. And again, well, if you're perimenopausal yeah. or menopausal, mm. these might be able to help you. But what I love about this in particular is that this guy... Um, Finn Hall, mm-hmm. he went off and he thought, what can I do for packaging? Mm-hmm. The packaging is made from mushrooms. Oh, I remember it's you telling pulped, you this, yes. It's been put together. Uh-huh. You can break it up, put it into your soil, drop, yeah. it, drop it onto oh, your and plants. It just decomposes into the and soil. And it feeds the plants. Yeah. It's, go- it's good for your garden. Bloody you great. just break it up and it breaks down. So if you look onto the Head- Headstrong mm. website, it shows you all there. Ah, good. So I was just saying farewell, but I was just yes. saying also that we will be keep checking the We're Instagram around. page. Uh, we'll do the odd live on Instagram yes, as well. So will. if you don't follow us on Instagram, then definitely do Making yeah, do. the Cup podcast. And um, as and when we're ready to come back, when I'm things already just settle down a bit. Yes, I know, I'm already thinking, should we really shall we, stop shall we really stop? Oh, no, no, no. Anyway, we'll do what we Look, can. we might come back earlier. Yeah, we might come we back might earlier. Come back we at Easter. Easter. Yeah, because we love it. We do. Um, it was just getting... And I, just I've loved... Yeah. I was going to say, I've loved doing it with you, but that sounds mm. a bit wrong. But uh-huh. I've loved recording this with you. Um, have a wonderful November the weekend. Love you. It's November. Uh, we are going to see Abba Voyage oh, next week. Oh my God, Voyage Privé. Now, what I'm going to do is pre-recommend this, even though mm. I've not seen it. Because we know it's boss. Everybody says mm. it is fucking nuts. And, and everybody says you don't need to like Abba. It's still mm. bonkers. Mm. We've got dance floor tickets. We're on the so dance floor, uh, which everybody said it's because it, you want to dance. Yeah. It's in the seat sometimes a bit frustrating. And do you know what's just happened to me? You've had a hip replacement. The next day off. Oh, from unexpectedly. Abba. <gasps> I wonder if I have then. I don't know. I no, I was doing Long Lost Family. Oh, God. I haven't got the next day off. Um, anyway, anyway. Um, have a, a lovely. Time? Yeah. Okay. We love you. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y dot And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.